0: My friends, welcome back to another episode of the Scotty Taylor Jr. Success Money Mindset Podcast. Today's episode is another short and sweet one, and I'm going to be going over what happens or what should you do if you invest in something and you feel like it didn't pay off and it didn't return an ROI for you. I'm really excited to go into this one. So let's dig in. Before we get into the episode, have you checked out my free PDF, The 5 Secret Prospecting Hacks? If you have not, you're going to want to check this out ASAP. This is for the financial advisor, insurance agent, wealth management advisor that wants to get more referrals, that wants to get more leads. And in it, I'm going to share with you the extremely potent, extremely powerful five secret hacks that you can start doing to start getting more leads and more referrals ASAP. My clients when I go over this free PDF, they find it to be insanely valuable and they start to see results immediately. Head on over to the show notes to click the link to download the free PDF and get more leads. I'm excited to let I'm excited to hear what you think. Okay, my friends, as I mentioned, today's episode is about what happens or what should you do if you invest in something and you don't feel like it's paying off, you don't feel like you got a positive ROI, you don't feel like it was a good use of your money. So some examples of what this might look like are investing in a uh, trainer, a personal trainer, right? So you invest in a personal trainer, you invest in a gym, you invest in some type of monthly gym membership or some app, something like that, right? So something with regard to personal um, like fitness, right? So you invest in that, You let's say you hire a personal trainer for six months and you're like not seeing results right you're like i haven't lost weight i haven't my body doesn't look different what the fuck right Another potential example is you invest in a coach. Maybe it's a one-on-one coach, maybe it's an online program, maybe you buy some type of scripts, or you buy a templates, you buy something from a coach um, or strategist or something business mentor, and you're like, I don't know if I got what I wanted from this experience, right? It wasn't, it, it didn't yield me the results that I was thinking about that I was hoping for. As another example. Um, Another example, maybe on a smaller scale, is buying a book, right? So you buy a book and you read the book and you're like, eh, I don't really like this book. Probably not as uh, maybe intense of a feeling if you're only spending 10 or 15 bucks. But what happens if you're spending five figures on something, right? What happens if you're spending $3,000 on something or $10,000 or $30,000 or $100,000 on something and you don't feel like you got the ROI or return that you were hoping for? So my, in today's episode, I'm going to share my thoughts on this, how I view investing in myself and in my business, and what to do moving forward, right? So what should you actually do tactically moving forward to either shift and start learning things or let go of maybe any of the stressful or sticky energy that you feel? So here's my belief, and this is going to be foundational to the episode. Investing in something always, always always yields a return. Period. End of story. Every single time I invest in something, I achieve a return is my belief. Now, this doesn't always mean a financial return. I want to make this very clear. But my belief that serves me so deeply is every single time I invest in something, I yield a return. So this could be a financial return It could be an educational return. It could be any other type of return, but it yields a return. And so there are times, right, I've invested in coaches that were over five figures, right? So we're talking 12000 $15,000. i have invested in a lot of different things in my life, <laughs> like probably up to a hundred, if not $150,000 that I've invested in coaches, right? One coach was 30000 One coach was 12000 Another coach I invested was 15000 6000 I mean, it runs the gamut, right? I've invested a lot of money in coaches and programs in lots of different things, right? Now, some of them, I didn't yield, in my mind, a positive ROI which is a difficult metric to to track right ROI is return on investment so it's difficult it's a difficult metric to track when you're when you're coaching with somebody cuz there are other variables involved right so it's not like the person typically is saying hey here's like call these three people you book those three people and you make the money and you can directly correlate the revenue from their advice to the ROI so it's not always that simple but in my mind there have been coaches that I've invested in that at the end of the coaching period, I look back and I'm like, okay, I didn't achieve what I was hoping to achieve, right? So my goal was to go from, let's say 20,000 to 50,000. I didn't get to the 50,000. And so I think to myself, okay, that was not a positive ROI, but here's the approach that I take that serves me so deeply. Instead of getting jaded, right? Instead of looking at the situation and thinking to myself, oh, what a waste, that was a waste of money. I feel shameful, I feel guilty. What did I do wrong? The coach sucks, the training sucks. I'm I'm frustrated. I'm going to make them the villain. Right, I'm gonna be like, they didn't teach me what I what I wanted to be taught. They didn't they didn't hold up their end of the bargain, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And quick side note: if the person or whomever you're working with is like not a, if they're not holding their end of the bargain, that's a different situation, right? But in zero percent of the cases, have I worked with somebody who promised something that they that they couldn't deliver on, um, in some capacity, right? So I've worked with coaches that were ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars that were saying we're gonna get you seven figures. I didn't get to seven figures, but that, I don't believe that that was because their training wasn't adequate. They weren't like scamming me. It's just that I didn't I didn't get there as quickly as maybe I would have hoped to. And their teachings didn't resonate in, their, in the way that I needed them to at the time. So just a quick side note that it's probably not very common and certainly not with any of my students, right? I'm, I am very much in my integrity when it comes to my coaching, my trainings, all the content that I put out there, very high quality and very intentional but there is a possibility that you might work with a coach. I know I have a friend who invested 30,000 in a mastermind and she was like the mastermind sucked. <laughs> and she would she's not the person to blame a coach at all and she's she also looked for the good things from the mastermind but she was like, yeah, it was like it the person promised a bunch of stuff and did not deliver any of it. So that's a separate situation that I just wanted to connotate there so assuming that the coach is in their integrity and providing what they said they're going to provide instead of going jaded the question i ask myself is what did i learn what did i gain from this now the the reality of when i invest in in coaching or in anything right again personal training or an orthodontist anything like that I don't look at that person or that program to fix everything for me. I just don't look at that coach, that mentor, that program to fix everything for me. That's not their job. That is my job. My job is to achieve the results. My job is to make the transformations happen. That's not their fucking responsibility. The coach is the guide. The coach is the path. The coach is the the conduit to making the process easier for myself or easier for you. Going to a personal trainer, as an example, makes your life easier because they're planning the workouts for you. They're telling you what to do. They're telling you when to stop. But they are not responsible for your weight loss. They are not responsible for you achieving the body that you want. That is your responsibility. Now, the difference is with a good personal trainer or good coach, they're going to infuse everything that they can to help you accomplish that. They're going to do everything within their power. But when I hire a coach, I am very intentional and I say to myself, it is not my coach's job. I'm not going to put that on them to achieve the results for me right? There's no magic bullet. There's no secret potion. (laughs) I'm sorry to tell you there's no pill to swallow. That's going to make everything immediately perfect for anybody in any situation. But the quality of your life is determined by the quality of the questions you ask yourself. So are you asking yourself questions like, Oh, why didn't this work? Or are you asking yourself questions? How can I take something from this? How can I learn something from this? One of the biggest things that were that you're going to understand after I share this is that there is a huge value to having negative emotion in contrast so if you hire a coach, if you hire a personal trainer, you go to a a, a a dermatologist or a dentist like I went to an orthodontist for my jaw surgery and I had a very bad experience. I did not enjoy the orthodont the, the surgeon at all. Um, I just found that their team was extremely rude. They just didn't value my time. I am, and I'm not somebody that gets upset easily. Like it takes a lot to get me upset because I'm very patient. If I'm sitting in the waiting room, I'm just gonna meditate. Like I'm gonna just do, I'll answer emails. Like I find double uses of my time everywhere. I'm just a very effective person. But the surgeon like, really frustrated me, right? Like they were giving me wrong medicine. Um, they were telling me to take the medicine at different times and I was doing that for three weeks and they were like, oh no, this is wrong. And I'm like, but you told me, yeah, anyway. And so the, 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 the situation, right, in me being frustrated with that, orthodont- with, with that surgeon is I-, I'm, I am taking that experience and recognizing that the contrast that I felt Right, the rudeness, the lack of valuing of my time, the frustration, the pain—all of that created the opposite desire. I desire more autonomy. I desire more clarity in communication. I desire more compassion from my from my um, medical professionals. It created all those desires. I would have never known that I wanted those things at such an intense capacity if I had not dealt with that negative emotion. And so even when you join a program or you are um, working with a doctor or a personal trainer and you're just like, and they're rubbing you the wrong way and you're not enjoying it and you're not seeing the results. Amazing. That's amazing because it's creating desires for the opposite. It's helping you get more clear on what you do want by understanding what you don't want. That cannot be overstated. I know that maybe it sounds like a putting rose-colored glasses on a crappy situation, but that is the reality of how the universe works. Contrast, step number one, is negative emotion in the creation process. Step one is we feel the contrast. Something happens and we are like, I don't like that. I'm with a partner that I don't like that is, you know, hurtful to me. I have a desire for a partner that has more love and more compassion. I, I overdraft my bank account. I have a desire for more money in my bank account. That's how creation works. Once the contrast is experienced, we then have the birthing of the desire on the other end. So rather than asking myself, why didn't this work? Why was that doctor so mean to me? Why was he so rude? Why, why, oh, I just, I'm going to write a bad review. I'm going to tell everyone about it. I'm going to keep replaying the story instead of that. I'm asking myself, how can I take something from this? What's the lesson here? How can I apply this experience to further and better my life moving forward? So I'm gonna share with you now the number one question that successful people ask when they think about investing in themselves, right? Because the, the, the title of this episode, right? What happens if I invest in something and it doesn't pay off, right? So now let's talk about what question to ask yourself when you're thinking about investing in yourself. The reality is that poor people or people that remain poor ask the question, can I afford this? Can I afford to invest in this personal trainer? Can I afford ordering Uber Eats for dinner tonight? Can I afford investing in this coaching program? Can I afford this doctor? Right? That's the question they ask themselves. Can I afford this? Wealthy people, people who are successful, ask the question, Can I afford not to do this? Can I afford not to do this? So instead of asking, right? So if I'm thinking about investing, like, right, so so for example, I invested in a program to help me um, become viral on TikTok. That's an actual program that I invested $6,000 into. And it was a fully passive, fully digital program, right? There was no one-on-one access, nothing. So with that program, I had a desire to become you know, more um, uh, present on TikTok, right? I wanted to grow my following. And there is a woman who created this program who has gone viral many, 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 many times on many different accounts. She had lots of different testimonials. And so when I thought about that, I was like, okay, $6,000 is not an insignificant amount of money. It's not the biggest amount of money I've ever invested, but it's not insignificant, right? And so I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm not asking the question, can I afford that? That's not the question that goes through my head because at some point in time I may have said the answer was no right when I I mean I invested in this quite a while ago at the time I may have said no I'm like nope I already spent you know whatever it was on a monthly I already spent my 15,000 I already spent my 20,000 I have to wait till next month the question I asked myself was can I afford not to do this What if I wake up six months from now, 12 months from now, two years from now, and I'm in the exact same financial position? I'm in the exact same position with the number of followers, people on my email list. Can I afford not to do this? And the answer was no. I was like, I can't afford not to do this because I have desires that are so strong, that are so great to be beneficial and value driven to so many people, so many advisors, insurance agents. I have those desires. They are the driving force for me in my life and in my business. And so I asked myself the question, can I afford not to do this? And the answer was no. I I can't afford not to do this. I have to do this. The reality is that money comes and goes. Money is, is always circulating. It's like blood in your circulation system. It's like breathing in and out. Money comes and goes. My attitude determines my success. Your attitude determines your success. Period. End of story. So that's what to do if you invest in something. So if you're, here are my takeaways for you. If you're about to invest in something, ask the questions. Number one, how can this work out for me? How can this work out so well for me? Ask that question because that is a psychology-based question for your brain to find solutions. How can this work out for me? Number one. Number two, can I afford not to do this? Can I afford not to do this? Not can I afford this. Can I afford not to do this? Those are the two questions that I'm going to encourage you to ask yourself when you're thinking about investing, when you are investing in yourself. And then when you're in something, the question to ask yourself is, what can I take from this? What lesson can I learn? What tactic can I pick up? What valuable lesson have I learned from being a part of this experience, whatever the experience is. I love you, my friends. I hope this was super helpful. I loved recording this. I find this stuff to be so fascinating, so interesting, and so fun to talk about. You can always catch me on the DMs at the Financial Advisor Academy. I will see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful rest of your day, my friends. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found it really helpful. If you did, I'd love for you to leave a review on iTunes so I can keep putting out great content. If we're not yet connected on the socials, I'd love to meet you. You can find me on Instagram at ScottyTaylorJr and drop me a DM if you want to chat or check out my website, ScottyTaylorJr.com for more inspirational content, blog posts, and other freebies. I love you friends and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Remember you're a badass and you deserve the life of your dreams.